that yes, there is someone there rooting you on, on the other side, available, supporting you, wanting what's good for you. And they're helping you along your journey and they're going to meet you where you're at. Welcome to Connect Back In Podcast. I'm Morgan King, your host, and I'm so passionate about sharing with you the spiritual concepts that have transformed my life. It is not always an easy path, but I know within my soul that if it's good on the inside, it's good on the outside. Through interviews with experts and my personal experience, we will break down how to live a spiritual life in today's society. My hope is that you find the inspiration and support you need as you explore your own journey to connect back in. Hello and welcome to Connect Back In. It's Morgan King, your host, and holy Hannah Banana. It's been a couple of weeks since I've recorded. I lost my voice. I got sick. Um, and a lot has happened in the past couple of weeks. And it's funny because it's not necessarily funny. I don't know why I said that, but it's like losing your voice is in the world of Louise Hayes, in the spiritual world, is like not speaking your truth. That's oftentimes why it's manifested in the physical form as dis-ease. And I had so much that I wanted to record, and that didn't resonate with me at all. And there must be something. There must be some area in my life where I wasn't speaking up. And I think I might have an idea. I could maybe do an episode on that. But um It was funny because I really actually wanted to record something. And then today I was going to record this morning and I look outside and there's like this super loud construction happening. And I was like, maybe like the universe doesn't want me to do this anymore. You know how we like create all these stories in our head. Um, And now we have a break. So hopefully I'll have some time here to share what I want to talk about today. And if you listen to the podcast, everyone knows I love a good analogy. I love a good way in which I can land a spiritual concept for my intellectual brain to understand that makes sense. And so today I wanted to share with you some of my favorite analogies to help support affirmations and belief systems that have completely changed my life. Sometimes we hear things and it's like, oh, cool. So how am I supposed to grasp that, make that true for me? Well, a belief is just a thought you keep thinking. No one's inside your brain. You're the one that's in there telling yourself things and you either subscribe to them or not. And then whatever you believe in, whatever you tell yourself enough, you you assume you subscribe to your dominant beliefs, your dominant thoughts that you keep thinking you then find proof for in the world because where your focus is, where your attention goes, energy flows. So let's say you believe, you tell yourself all the time, money's hard to come by, money's hard to come by, money's hard to come by. You will then create those results in your life. So that's why it's so important to have a handle on not only what are the thoughts that you're telling yourself, but what are the thoughts that you've chosen to subscribe to, tell yourself over and over again, because that creates your beliefs, which then creates the results in your life. And that's where your attention and energy is. A great way to figure out what you believe is you look at your life. And this is honest and this is scary. And I remember being like, I don't have money beliefs. I don't think terrible thoughts about money. I love money. Money is amazing. But when I looked in my world and dissected things, I was like, oh, yeah, I definitely believe money is hard to come by. If I hit the pavement, make it happen, take control, roll up my sleeves, exhaust myself, then I can make money. Like then money is quote unquote easy, I guess, to make. 
So I had to really shift that belief system to something that would serve me better, that's going to support me better, feel more alignment with me, because to me, success is so much more than just having money. I don't, that's not it to me. I want fulfillment. I want purpose. I want intention. I want to be able to watch the leaves blow in the wind and to appreciate a sunset and to really look at a friend and think, wow, I'm so grateful you're in my life. That to me is success and living. And yes, definitely with abundance, but not at the sacrifice of. So that's just one example of a belief, right? So today I'm going to share a couple of beliefs and then I want to tap into some analogies to help bring these to life for you. So you can be like, okay, yeah, maybe I can subscribe to that. That makes sense. And that can support you as you start um, kind of, what's the word I want to use? I guess subscribing to these beliefs and making them your truths. And then you'll get those results in your life. And then you're like, holy shit, this works. Why were we not taught this in school? (laughs) Like, I feel like that's my number one go-to is I'm just like, why is this not the first thing we're taught? Because in our head, like our brains, our fear brain, our ego is like, well, if everyone was happy and doing whatever they wanted to do, the world would be chaos. And it's like, no, it wouldn't. When we're in our true alignment, when we're not operating from fear, we're not out gambling and going to strip clubs and like (laughs) spending money crazily. That is fear-based behavior, believe it or not. When we're all truly authentically who we are, we're in pure love essence. We want to do good things for the world. We want to do good things for ourselves and each other. And the world is just an incredibly amazing place when we all operate from that same level. So Always, always my goal with the podcast is to connect you back into who you are because you are the only you there is and ever will be ever, ever, ever. You're so freaking special. We've just been taught to believe otherwise and slowly have have subscribed to unhealthy belief systems. Okay, so let's kind of dive into the first one. I feel like this one for me is one of the most important ones. Um, I do not need to rush there is always enough time to do whatever the universe will have me do. Hmm. I mean, feel that. What if that were true? I do not need to rush. I don't have to check off a to-do list and run around like a crazy person. Like, I can just live my life with purpose, do what feels good in the moment. There's no pressure. I can show up as me. Like, doesn't that feel good? That's how you know it's true is you're like, "Mm, man, that feels good. That would be great. What's the rush? So the analogy to drive this one home that was really, really helpful for me is, especially when I started off as an entrepreneur, when I would go into the office as an employee, I would write out a to-do list for myself every day. And I would love crossing those things off the list. And I'd be like, okay, I'm going to leave my workday feeling accomplished. I've achieved what I wanted to. And now I can leave feeling a sense of like, all right, I had a good day, right? But as an entrepreneur, especially as a real estate agent, there's always more that you could be doing. And let's just be honest, that's Actually, I don't know why I had that sense as an employee because there was always more to be done. But if you're a mom, if you're a daughter, if you're a wife, if you're a husband, if you're anything, there's always something more you could be doing, right? Like 
if we're truly being honest with ourselves. And so what I like to imagine is that there is a list, a to-do list, and this will be helpful, I promise you. Don't get anxious while I say this. There is a to-do list that is a zillion miles long. It is never-ending. The to-do list is out into eternity. So imagine physically you're holding in your hands this scroll that is miles and miles long. You cannot see the end of it. And on it is small lines written out with to-dos. So imagine this is life, right? You get this to-do list and it doesn't end. There is no end. In your mind, intellectually, would you rush through that list if there was no end? No. You'd be like, okay, well, I'm never going to get this done. So I might as well enjoy the process of crossing these to-dos off Because if there's no end, then what's the point of rushing through it, right? And that is your life. You will never get it done. That's when you die, (laughs) when you have nothing more to do. Our sense of purpose and excitement comes from doing. I think doing is very important, but I feel as though we've been taught a very unhealthy relationship with doing as if there's this finite list. And once we have it all completed, we can put a bow on it and say, ah, I'm all done now. Everything's complete. And so we operate from this idea that there's an ending. And not only from a to-do list, but from a desire list. So you might have desires that are, I mean, Just imagine the same exact analogy. You have desires, whether you even cognitively are aware of it right now in this moment, that are eternity. They are a zillion miles long. You will never get them done. You will always have another desire. To not desire is a desire. And so recognizing that the juiciness of life is being in the present moment, like I mentioned in the beginning, able to recognize gratitude for people you love, seeing nature thriving, feeling things, truly feeling things. Like I think of myself and how little I feel doing my skincare routine. (laughs) This might sound simple, but I do it every night. I've done it every night since I was like five. My mother, that's the one thing my mom taught me was good skincare regimen. And we joke in college, like, did you not do your steps last night? That means you got like blackout drunk and (laughs) life was not kind to you. Because I did my steps every single night. I probably haven't done them five times in my entire life, especially if I have had makeup on. Okay, I'm going to be honest. I had to stop recording and restart here because I got so immersed in my skincare routine talk. But what I was trying to say there is being present and feeling myself touch my face and how delicious all the products I use smell and the feeling that my skin gets when I put my toner on and the air touches my skin. And yes, I know this is elaborate, but this is just an example. And I feel like when we're so caught up in trying to get a desire or get things done and we're rushing, we don't feel those things. We don't appreciate those moments. And that is what you're looking for. I promise you, it's not the achievement, attainment of something else. Because think back to a time when you wanted something and you have that thing now. You're still not there, right? You're still not like 
this end-all be-all because that's not a part of this life. There is no end-all be-all. So holding yourself in the vision that you have this to-do list or these desires that are on a scroll that are a thousand miles long, a zillion miles long, I really think is a great analogy to help drive home the fact that you do not have to rush through life. The universe will always have enough time to do whatever you need to do, okay? So the second one is um, about money, and the affirmation is, money is abundant and always flowing to me with ease. Money is abundant. It's everywhere. It's all over the place. There's not a finite resource of money. That is an illusion that is not true. You taking you taking your share, if you will, is not taking away from anyone else. I think we've been taught that, that it's like, don't be greedy, right? We all have the same opportunity to be financially wealthy and abundant. There's an incredible amount of resources out there. You cannot get poor enough to help poor people. That is an illusion. That's a false truth that we've subscribed to, unfortunately, because it's a thought we keep thinking. It's a belief and it creates the results in our life, okay? So the idea that money is abundant is everywhere and it's always flowing to me with ease. That's a key element here that was really supportive for me when I was working through the idea that I needed to effort, I needed to earn my good. I wasn't just given that by my birthright, okay? So a great analogy for this one that is super, super helpful. I want you to imagine that you have a rich dad, okay? So whether you have a dad or not, there it if they're alive, great. You you have a new dad now in this analogy. And they are beyond wealthy. They like casual have $20 billion in their checking account, okay, for context. So expand your mind to think of the most amount of wealth possible in your brain, okay? That is what this dad has. And they are your caretaker. They're always looking out for you. They're making sure that your finances are in order, that you don't have to worry about money. So maybe when you overspend or you do something that's quote unquote not responsible, which is what our parents, or at least mine, taught me, is to be responsible with money. That's a whole other whole other uh, episode there. But this idea is that no matter what happens to you, you will be financially supported. You need to pay an expensive bill. Okay, cool. I'm going to pay this bill and I know that my dad is going to support me with this abundance. And this analogy, if you can grasp onto it, has worked so insanely well for me. It's incredible. Because in the moments when I was trying to work through the discomfort that money can come with ease, that it's abundant and available to me, I don't have to earn my good, I can trust that the right people at the right time will show up for me and it'll be easy and fun, et cetera. Yes, I had to give an exchange. There was steps I had to take, but it wasn't like this exhausting method where I had to like push myself and work extra hours and like exhaust myself to make myself not feel good in order to receive this money. It was a sense of ease and, okay, follow this step and then this step, and then your abundance and good will show up for you. So when I was really uncomfortable with this belief system in the beginning, especially when I was like, oh my God, I need to go anxious effort because the money's not showing up. Where is it? Where is it? So I subscribed to this belief system and it miraculously would show up in these most amazing ways that would further help grow and strengthen this belief system to the point where now 
some of the stories I like can't even tell people because it makes no sense to the brain. It's like, wait, you got money? How? How'd that happen? Oh, okay. Well, let me show you this series of circumstances that had to occur and perfectly line up. And the money always showed up in my bank account exactly when I needed it. So try this one on for size. I'm not saying to go out and blow money and like come from a place of fear and like freak out and spend money irrationally. That is not the message, okay? The message is you are always provided for and supported. So go make the decisions that feel good to you. If you want to go get a massage because that's going to make you feel incredible and you're going to show up with good energy in the world and that is more important than anything, the universe will provide for you to get that massage. I promise you. Even if it's not the equal money exchange, you'll just someone will show up that's like, "Hey, I'm training for to be a massage therapist and I'd like to give you a massage for free." I promise you, like trust in these miracles and they start to show up for you in your life. So that's the second analogy. The third analogy, um, or excuse me, third belief system, and then the analogies to back it up, is everything is always working out for me. The universe has my back. Cannot tell you how true this is. Um, I did an entire episode, one of the first episodes I ever recorded solo, actually. I go into like my dirty laundry. So if you're all about that, go ahead, take a listen. I think it's back in like 2019, maybe 2018. Um, and I share all these things that have happened to me in my life up until that point and how in hindsight, I look back and I'm like, wow, I actually am grateful for that tragic experience because it taught me X. You were always there for me. The idea that I was out on this island with no one that loved me or supported me and this tragedy comes along, like that's the fear. That's our fear brain that tells us that you're alone in this. You're on your own. You've got to figure it out. You're struggling. Things aren't working out for you. Why is this happening to me? I'm a victim. I'm a victim. That is fear. But the voice of love, the voice of truth is always with you. And they're like, just hang on a little bit longer and you'll see why this is happening. You'll see why I had that guy not like you so that your dream partner could come along and you didn't have to make sacrifices and... um be with someone that wasn't in alignment with you. I promise you, I'm teaching you something here is kind of what they're saying. So the analogy here that I love, I have two. One's not really an analogy. It's just kind of a concept. But the one analogy that I love and I talk about all the time and I think is so funny and my husband thinks I'm a weirdo is I love to imagine there's a boardroom of executives for each of us up in, and my childhood brain is like up in heaven. I imagine heaven as like a place that isn't here. Um, which really heaven is a state of mind. But in this analogy, heaven is a place. They're up in the sky. Everyone's in business suits and they're sitting around this table. They're a bunch of executives and they're like, all right, so here's the time in which Morgan learns about how to make money with ease. Okay. So we're going to have her meet that per Okay. Yeah. They're going to meet at a coffee shop. Okay, cool. So they meet at a coffee shop. They connect. Then that changes her life because then she meets George, who's an energy healer. I'm making all of this up in my mind, but you kind of get the idea here, or maybe you don't. I kind of maybe internalized a lot of that, but essentially what I'm saying is there's this team. And while we have freedom of choice, I do believe that nothing happens by accident. I think everything happens on purpose. It's all part of a design and a bigger plan. 
Was I supposed to marry my first husband? Yes. Am I supposed to marry my second husband and have a baby with him? Yes. Am I supposed to live in La Jolla and be a residential realtor and holistic life coach? Yes. This is all a part of my plan. I know for sure, for sure, for sure. And when I meet people, whether it's for a reason, a season, or a lifetime, those relationships, I think, are completely planned and mapped out and provide something to me, something to them, which is why we are all here. Beyond just relationships, just circumstances, like little things that happen, I'm always like, ah, so this is how it happens. And getting curious and the idea that there is a group of people overseeing your life. So if you're going through a tragedy or a challenge right now, I love this analogy because if you look back in hindsight on your life, I guarantee you, you have examples where you thought all was lost and you were like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is happening. Why is this taking so long? Where is he? Where is she? Where is my child, right? And then it all turns out perfectly. And in hindsight, in 2020, you can see that. So trusting that there is this executive team on the other side, I love this analogy. And it helps bring some levity to some serious experiences in being like, oh, okay, so this is how, okay, so they're up there saying, and I like literally I'll give an example of like, I'm not going to give one now, but I'll give an example to my husband, which is why he thinks I'm crazy when I talk about this, as I'm like, oh my God, I bet they're up there right now. And it's like, oh, she thought she was going to lose that listing and things weren't going to work out. And then this happened, right? There's all these curveballs, which is what makes life so interesting. And it teaches us to have surrender and trust and faith and belief that we are not in this alone. The other piece of this, and I love this and I talk about this a lot, is why do you think we're really here? Do you really think the universe would go through all this trouble to put you here so that you can just check off a to-do list, be stressed out, worry, have tons of fear, and hate your life and then die? Like, what a waste of everyone's time. <laughs> like, when you actually think about it, right? Like, of course, we're here to enjoy ourselves. Of course, life is meant to be fun and happy and peaceful. And you're supposed to get what you want. Like, that is part of this. And to think otherwise is ridiculous. Like, why Why would we be here, right? So um, the last one that I love the most, this one always centers me when I'm waiting on something and it's not showing up and I start to question, is it meant for me? Um, maybe my desires are too big. Um, what am I doing wrong? That's a really common question that I ask myself when my desires aren't showing up. And you can insert here whatever you have for faith systems. You can say God, you can say the universe, you can say spirit, you can say love. But the unit for me, I use universe. The universe's timing is perfect. God's timing is perfect. <sighs> that sense of relief with that statement that comes over me is a combination of a lot of the other affirmations that everything is always working out for me and the universe has my back because God's timing is perfect. I do not need to rush. The universe always makes time to do what I need to do because God's timing is perfect. And the idea that I love that supports this affirmation is Ram Das talks about 
if you knew how everything was supposed to go, this idea again that there isn't eternity when it comes to desires, when it comes to to-do lists, like that there is a finite end that we know about, that we're aware of, which we don't, and that we knew exactly how our lives were supposed to go. We're like, okay, I want to marry this person. I want to live here. I want to have a baby at this age. I want to have a job here. I want to have this many clients, right? Like if we truly were able to map out everything and know exactly how it would work and be the best route for every person, the highest circumstances for everyone involved, then we would be able to determine when and how things should happen. But we don't right? That's bogus. That's ridiculous for us to think. And our limited view of life and all the people involved in our lives, think of all the people you're going to connect with throughout your life. Whether it's buying a stick of gum at a gas station or being in a relationship for 20 years with someone, we do not know all the people we're going to meet and the connections that we're going to create and how that's going to impact people's lives. Like even this podcast There's some of you that I'm sure got something from these episodes at one point or another and haven't left a rating or a review or never messaged me, which is totally fine. But I have no idea the impact that this message has on people, whether positive or negative. We don't know. We're too, and we're not limited. That's the wrong language. But from where we stand, our perspective of life and how it should go is limited. We don't understand how me having my son when I did at the exact time when I did is the perfect timing because maybe his life's partner wasn't born yet and they need to be at a certain age distance because when they meet in 25 years at college in this one class that they both decide to take, it was important for him to be there at that time based off of when he was born. Like, this is what I'm talking about. Like, all these little tiny, seemingly insignificant moments that make up our lives, we just don't have a clue how it's all supposed to operate. But luckily, we have our board meeting. We have our, we have our group of executives who run the show and understand these complexities. And so passing over responsibility to them and surrendering the timeline and trusting that, yes, there is someone there rooting you on on the other side available, supporting you, wanting what's good for you. And they're helping you along your journey and they're going to meet you where you're at. Doesn't that feel so good? When I think of a fulfillment of a manifestation, like a desire I've wanted for a really long time, like whether it's improving health or financial abundance, like I mentioned, getting the job, getting that house, meeting the partner, having the baby, whatever that big, big desire that you might have for yourself. When I've received those desires in my life, the feeling that washes over me is, wow, you do care about me. I do matter. There is a bigger hand at play here that wants me to have what I want. And that to me is the greatest feeling in the entire world. It isn't even necessarily about getting the thing. It's not about getting the thing. It's the feeling that I associate with receiving the thing. And that feeling that I matter, that you love me, 
that I'm supported in all this. We're not just dropped here and meant to figure it out alone. And that is so beautiful to me. And I'm so grateful for the desires taking a long time sometimes and having to practice these belief systems and these trust principles. And I'm hopeful that you heard something here today with these affirmations, if you will, that analogies to support them and to bring them to true for you. Because I can't tell you how much easier life is when I subscribe to the idea that I don't need to rush, that money is abundant and always flowing to me, that everything is always working out for my highest good, and that the universe has my back, and that God's timing is perfect. Those right there are like the cush of the cush affirmations. When I subscribe to those fully, and I don't all the time, I will be 100% honest here, I am a human being. There are days where I'm like, this is all bullshit and I don't even know what I'm doing here, (laughs) right? Like that's part of the human experience. Like we're gonna have those moments that creates contrast. That is a part of it. But I'd say when I subscribe to these, which is 80% of the time, what shows up in my life is fun. It's easy. It's interesting. It's in flow. I can trust life. I can trust myself. I can believe that I'm not alone and it just makes life so much easier. And I want that for you too. So I hope that you got something from today. Like I said, if you did share this with someone, post it on social media, do the things that feel good to you to do. I, For me, whenever I hear like a nugget of wisdom, I just want to share it everywhere, which is why I have this amazing platform to do that. Because these are, these are just things that I heard somewhere and then They've worked for me, and then I present them to you in my own special way, and you're meant to hear them. I'm just the catalyst to bring forward to you what you already know. I am the reminder. You already got it. You spot it. You got it. So I love you. Thank you so much, as always, for listening, and until next time. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, then head on over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. We sincerely appreciate your feedback. Stay tuned for another episode of Connect Back In and thank you for listening.